0: People don't like the scent of being sold to. Even if they're looking to buy a story, it's innocent. Even the offer can be written in a story. You don't have to all of a sudden switch and go, okay, here's the pitch. Like the pitch just slides straight down because
1: it's just part of the story. You hear all the bull about marketing every day. Make your money in your sleep. My new offer is crushing it. My guru could beat up your guru. It's time to go right to the source and get the truth about marketing. With your host, the founder of CopyChief.com, Kevin Rogers. Hey, welcome back to The Truth About Marketing. It's Kevin Rogers here. My guest today is Elon Bowman, and she is a sought-after direct response copywriter and marketing consultant. She's a hotshot, you know. She was handpicked by John Benson to become certified in his 3X video sales letter system, which I think is now known as Celerator. She writes and consults for lots of big-name marketing gurus, and she is, I have to tell you, one of a small handful of writers that I recommend without hesitation. So I'm really thrilled to have Elin on the show today because we're going to talk about a whole new way to use story in your sales copy that Elin invented. And it kind of happened by accident. So you're really going to love the story and the story copy that I'm sure you've never used uh, before because it's brand new and it's converting amazingly. So Elin, thanks for being on. Thrilled to have you here today.
0: Thanks, Gavin. Great to be here.
1: It's going to be a lot of fun. And so I love, you know, you were telling me the story of how the story copy kind of happened by accident. And it made me laugh because... As freelancers, you know, we're always, look, we're we're writers and we deal with all the stuff that writers deal with, you know, trying to get that first draft out is, is one of the biggest challenges. You know, we fight the resistance to get started and all these things. So you kind of used story in this case to help you get through that first draft. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. It was just another day, another blank sheet of paper. You know, wondering what hook I'm going to come up with and how I'm going to carry it through and if it's going to sound like everything else out there. And I got frustrated. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the only thing that really stuck out as really cool was the, the two stories mm-hmm. in the copy. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if I could just continue that story and fill in between it with story. And it just kind of took a life on a, of its own. It just started to almost write itself. It was so fun. Before I knew it, it was done. And the whole dang thing was one big story. Wow. And I just was wondering, like, gosh, would the customer actually go for this? Like, and a step further, would it actually work? Would it convert? I mean, right. I, love I love it, but us copywriters tend to love our little masterpieces. Right. And, uh, you know, the customer, they want something that works out there, you know?
1: Sure. And they're, and they're used to, they're typically more comfortable with what they've seen work or what they've had work for them, which is. Sort of traditional copywriting, with your, you know the formatting and the bullets and the subheads and all those things. And so, did you? We talk about in you know as copywriters, sort of like writing drunk, editing sober. <laughs> D- did you? Did you sleep on this thing and come back to it the next day? And then you were like, "Wow, it's still good. Some yep. this is weird."
0: Yes, I did. I did.
1: Interesting. And so, at what point do you decide I'm going with this and I'm going to turn this into the client and, and see what they feel about it?
0: it wasn't long after it, it didn't need much editing. Mm-hmm. And that's because this style of writing takes what actually John Benson and other mentors will teach you when you get into your flow state right? and you're most creative and, and, and you're and the copy just flies off your fingertips and it sings. It just sings Yeah, that state. We all try and get in this type of copywriting just puts you there. Mm. And so I really didn't need to do much, you know, editing or whacking on this copy. Yeah. Which is different as well. I mean, it helps with the beginning of the writing, doing the writing, and it also helps on the on the tail end that we all suffer through where we're trying to get that perfect copy to show the customer. So I did, I showed the customer and I'm like, "Oh god, here press the send button. What's he going to think?" as we uh, all do. Right. And lo and behold, like I don't know how he read the thing so fast, but he did. He flew through this. You could tell because now this customer's in Germany and we talk on Skype a lot and in about 15 minutes he goes, "Oh my god, you know? This mm. is awesome. I feel like you just picked me up and took me there." Wow. And that's what it's like, you know, when you tell when you tell uh, when you write like a story, a stories are experiences. Mm. You know, they make they put you in the middle of a story and you feel you know, what it's like, right. like as it's in real life. I mean, that's why we love stories as kids, you know, circle time we would run to. We all love to read good books, you know, everybody going in the movies. There's no shortage of proof that us human beings love stories.
1: Right. Yeah. Then that's the thing. And we always talk about the importance of story I love this too, because, you know, I teach story as a very short format, right? 60-second sales hook is all about, you know, how much story can you tell in less than a minute? This is about really kind of stretching out and indulging in the story, because story is an indulgence, right? Mm -hmm. When you get, like you talk about going to the movies, I mean, that's that's kind of an indulgence. You got to take out two hours of your day, and you really hope that it's going to be a great story. And like you said, feel, you're going to feel a lot of stuff. and. You know, look, you know, one of the things we're charged with these days as copywriters is uh, almost kind of sneaking up on our prospects. And I don't mean that in a shady way. I just mean that you talk about, you wrote this incredible article, Elon, for Copy Chief. It's called uh, Dreamweaver Story Formula. And you're talking about this, you know, sort of revelation. And you talk about copy blindness, which, which I love that term because this is exactly what's happening, right? And you, and you talk about how you know, perfectly good sales copy is going neglected just because, you know, whatever the stat is, we're seeing, you know, 20,000 ad images a day or something now, right?
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. Even Harvard just did a study about having to get really creative with your advertising dollars because people are just tuning out. That's what I mean by copy blind. There's just so much copy out there. Right. Great copy, great copy. Even great copy that should be converting is being ignored because people are just getting hit with too much advertising. I mean, like, who doesn't, you know, on their DVR record their favorite show? And that, yeah. the advantage is that you get to fast forward through the commercials. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I know. know. <laughs>
1: I know you're a little guilty as a marketer to not... <laughs> not watch the commercials, but it just goes to show we're all incredibly impatient. We feel like we've heard it all before and we don't like the scent of being sold to. We, we enjoy being swept away and, you know, shown something amazing. And that's what I think this does so well. So it really does,
0: especially in a VSL format where you are talking and telling a story.
1: Yeah. Great point. So that in case you don't know, that's video sales letter and it's become, you know, the most prevalent way that direct response marketers present their, their pitches, their offers. And, you know, it, it's changed a little. And it, in the beginning, when John Benson sort of came up with this, the amazing thing about it was that you could finally control the pitch, as we, as we say. Because the big problem with text-only sales copy is that we know from studies that our prospects land on the page. They might read the headline. They start, you know, scrolling around. They go right down to look at the price. And then they start, if, if, if everything is, checks there, then they might start reading the copy. And it's not at all how it was written or it's how it's meant to be consumed. But we had no way to stop that or change that. All of a sudden, video sales letters come along. And that's why you still see so many of them with there's no, uh, at least on a laptop, there's no player controls. We really are out to control the experience because finally we get to tell the story and present the offer the way we feel is, you know, most appropriate and and most uh, valuable to the reader. And so story obviously entered, you know, kind of took on a new life form when video sales letters came into play. Now, this is also important what Elon has sort of uncovered here because mobile is such a factor now. You know, some markets are seeing up to 80% uh, mobile traffic coming to their video sales letters. And on mobile, you cannot control how the video is consumed. You have the controllers on your mobile phone. Most people aren't going to watch a long-form sales video on their phone. But if they ever are going to consume an entire VSL, it's going to be because it's a great story and they kind of can't look away. Right, Elon? Yeah,
0: it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's kind of the name of the game when when there's so much copy out there and it's so hard to catch anyone's attention now. And like you said, people don't like the scent of being sold to, even if they're looking to buy. That's the mm. weird thing, and that's yeah. been proven with science. But uh, a story, yeah, it's innocent. Even mm. the offer can be written in a story. You don't have to all of a sudden switch and go. Okay, here's the pitch. Like the pitch just slides straight down because yeah. it's just part of the story.
1: So. Yeah, that's what's so amazing about this. So we're going to get into. We're actually going to read you some examples. Again, you can come to Copy Chief and see the uh, Elin's article. It's called uh, CopyChief.com. A dreamy way to get more sales in today's copy blind world is the headline. Or you can just uh, search Elan E L I N, and it'll the article will come right up. And you you see three great examples of traditional sales copy, and then some of Elan's. Copy that she wrote strictly a story. So we're going to go over uh, one of these examples and just give you an idea, sort of audib- audibly here, of how different it is. But I, you know, encourage you to go see the article so you can see with your eyes what you would normally see and how different it feels in story. So, Elon, but let's talk quickly about what it was like when your client did decide to, you know, launch this. Uh, first of all, when you saw it as a VSL, and you know, that's kind of the real test, right? When you, you actually get the video back, what was that like?
0: It was, I know I wrote it, but it was as if it was being told to me for the first time because it was so captivating. Now you're adding, I just saw it as a script on paper because it was the copy I wrote. But when this came to life as a VSL with, with voice, uh, it was so much more powerful. It's, it was just crazy. It gave me goosebumps, even though I wrote it. You'd think I'd be sick of it, right?
1: Right.
0: <laughs> I wasn't. It was like I was hearing it for the first time because it, it just, it was just so captivating as a story. That's what it is. It's captivating. Mm. And what he's finding is people are not opting out. His sales are, are crazy. It's like it's converting nine and 10% on a consistent basis, which wow. is, as you know, unheard of. That's unheard of. Yeah. And so. The proof is in the pudding there. And,
1: and is that on? Is that on cold traffic? It's on cold. Oh it's on my everything. God. Yeah. Holy <laughs> smokes!
0: This guy, and, this
1: guy should be uh, making a statue of you in his living oh, room. Oh, he right will now. not
0: share my name. <laughs> uh, he considers me his competitive advantage. <laughs> uh, he will not share. He will not.
1: <laughs> That's always funny. When, when but yeah, he, yeah. He,
0: it converts on you know old worn out affiliate lists. Hmm. As well as, you know, ClickBanks and all all that channel and then on YouTube. He's got on YouTube, it's converting there and AdWords campaigns to cold traffic. So wow. he's a happy man.
1: I I am sure he is. Yes. I hope he's making you happy as well. Yep. Because you certainly earned it. Okay. Wow. That's exciting. So okay, cool. So let's let's dive into a little example here. So and again, you know, you talked about how every single part of it I want people to understand that yes. We use story and sometimes very heavily in our sales copy, but I can't think of a time ever when story has been used for every single element of a sales letter. So we know we have you know, our headline and we get into the body copy and we, and we have the traditional places to use our story. But then typically, like you said, you kind of have to switch gears, right? At some point, the narrator of the video sales letter has to go into kind of pitch mode and, you know, this has been an issue forever in any kind of pitch, like uh, the, the great boardwalk pitchmen, you know, down there on the, on the, uh, in Atlantic City used to talk, they, they would call it the turn, right? You have to make the turn from everybody's best friend, from the showman to, to dazzling people with these amazing knives or, or whatever it is, and suddenly now go into the pitch and not feel like a different person. And so that's always challenging, especially for an expert, if your expert is reading the copy, uh, it it can be really difficult for them to go from, you know, trusted authority on this topic, suddenly to be now become almost like Billy Mays or something, (laughs) having having to make this offer. So you guys use a voice actor on this, Elin?
0: Yeah, just, you know, regular voiceover. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. And so in this case, you didn't have to make the turn. You just kept telling story Yes. And all of a sudden, okay, I, I get it. This is being presented to me. And if I want to buy, there's the button. So let's, uh, I hope I can do this justice reading it here from the article. And, you know, I guess we'll put a link of never linked a product on, <laughs> on a podcast episode before. But in this case, people are definitely going to want to go see this. So we'll, we'll link the sales letter in the show notes as well. And you said this is in the survival niche, Yeah.
0: It's in the survival niche. So just, you know, be aware, copywriters know that, you know, if, if you have somebody proof your copy, like maybe a friend or family member, and it's not something that they're interested in, they may go, ah, this is stupid, right. you know, but boy, the survival niche is loving this. But because the story was able to capture so many different things, this actually is working well on health lists as well mm. and other lists. And, and that may be also why, you know, he's enjoying so many different sales because the story, when you tell it, you can pack so much in innocently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you try to pack too much into a traditional sales copy, it just gets blatantly like you're trying to really oversell here. You know, you're just, Oh, by the way, you know, you're just telling a friend, Hey,
1: Hey. So, yeah, it's like, like you said, they're kind of watching a movie and, that's, you're, you're right. And there's we'll, so much to tell often because there are amazing benefits to the products that we write about, but it's hard. Sometimes you actually have to hold back so it doesn't become overwhelming, right? And so.
0: True. And, and I'll also make note that uh, I did use one of John Benson's techniques here in this one called the story within the story, mm. as if story isn't enough. And that is where you tell the story, like I used Abraham, a story of Abraham Lincoln. I actually looked up a story and it was based on a historical, you know, fact and weaved that into the story. So it was a story that the guy told in the story.
1: Right. That's great. (laughs)
0: So if people go to the VSL, they'll hear that. Maybe they'll wonder why that's in there, but there's actually a, a method to the madness. It comes from John Benson.
1: Yeah. Great. Okay, cool. So here are what would normally be some bullets, which, uh, as I'm sure you know, are just, you know, little one or two sentence pieces of information that we try to make real punchy. And they're very skimmer friendly. So people can kind of, you know, look quickly and see if this is for them kind of a thing or check off little boxes as they go to see if they want to buy this product. So in traditional sales copy, the bullets might have read something like this for this product. Small size, fits in the tiniest space, inside or outside, undetected by neighbors. Uh, and again, just to, for context, we're talking about the product is, is this hydroponic food growing?
0: Vermaponics. No,
1: vermaponics.
0: That means it includes worms and fish.
1: Oh, interesting. And vegetable, Yeah,
0: it's got the plant. It's worms. Okay. So that's what's different.
1: So the idea is that you could set up this little farm essentially inside your house and you could grow food with it
0: yeah anywhere and have fresh fish as well
1: wow very cool all right so small size fits into tiniest space inside or outside undetected by neighbors portable take it with you if you move or in an emergency evacuation integrated all-in-one self-replenishing system for a nearly automatic nutrient-rich miracle garden Uh, it's do it yourself with simple step-by-step instructions, low cost to build continuous output of fresh nutrition, uh, nutrition for life. So those would be, you know, again, and those are good bullets. You kind of read those and go, all right, wow, that's a lot of coolness. This is probably something I want, but here's how that sounds. And again, you're watching a video here when it's written purely as story. And these are, Elon, these are two guys talking here.
0: Right. This is the guy that gets desperate because he's lost his job and he's running out of money and he can't buy his family food. And his next door neighbor is a total survivalist. You know, like they're both preppers, but the next door neighbor goes like all balls out as a prepper. Right. So yeah. He goes next door and he sits on the guy's couch and he's like, woe is me. He tells him what's going on. Mm. And then, yeah, the guy gets up and goes, here, I want to show you something. And the guy's going, oh God, here we go. I wonder what he's got. This guy's kind of crazy. And then goes down the hall and sees this little system. And then this is what he says.
1: All right. He says, I cannot believe you have this full-on food-making system right next door to my house in the middle of the neighborhood, and I didn't even know it. Can you have it outside, too? Sure. It can work just fine outside, and it's portable. You can move it inside or outside whenever you want, or pick it up and take it with you if you have to leave quickly, like if a disaster hit or you had to move out for whatever reason. Did it cost a lot, I asked? No, that's the beauty of this thing. It costs almost nothing to get. It's called a miracle farm. I learned how to set it up on my own for almost nothing from the top expert who invented this system. What? I shouted. You're saving a hundred bucks a month every month on something that costs you almost nothing? Yeah, he smiled. I made one quick run to Home Depot for a few parts and had the other parts I needed already lying around in my garage. All I needed was someone who knew what they were doing to tell me how to do it, and believe me, I learned from the best. How long did it take you to put together? My 10-year-old put it together in less than two hours. It was a total no-brainer, he said. A survival friend of mine turned me on to it, and it totally changed my life for the better since then. Eating more fresh food is what every doctor and nutritionist tells you to do. Plus, I'm ready for anything. A job loss like you're going through, a big earthquake, whatever. So I'll always know I have fresh fruit and clean water no matter what happens. It's the cheapest peace of mind you can buy. So that's an example of how that flows. So I love that, Ian. It's the same bullets and it's just this conversation going and it never feels at all like, hey, please let me convince you this is something you need. It really is like you know, watching a TV show or something.
0: That's right. Right. And actually, in that space, I was able to put a lot more in than just the bullets, such as, hey, I just did a quick trip to Home Depot yeah. and the rest of the stuff was lying around. I mean, how do you put that in a bullet? Right.
1: That's what I love is like, as I'm reading that, I'm realizing, you know, your future pacing and there's like all these psychological things right. going on in there, you know, just to hint at if you ever need to move quickly. And you're not like being all dramatic and saying, you know, the end, the end times are coming.
0: Yeah, right. That's overdone. Yes. Yeah. That's overdone. So
1: you're, you're hinting at it. And, and so if, if you have a prospect who is thinking that way, it ticks off the box for them. Or if your prospect isn't even considering that, they're suddenly going, okay, that might come in really handy.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's got their thing that they're looking for, you know. So this thing is loaded with precursors, like you said. Mm-hmm. So later in the script, I get into how this can be like the cheapest, best organic food that you could ever buy for pennies. Mm. So that's why I said eating more fresh food is what every doctor and nutritionist tells you to do. Right. Because later this guy's having a barbecue, right? And he's got all his friends over and he's the hit of the neighborhood because everybody loves coming over and picking stuff out of his miracle garden. And he takes it in his kitchen, cooks it up. And one of his friends is a nutritionist and goes, Oh, my God, I just can't imagine a better way of life. You know, clearly, your neighbor taught you a superior way of eating. Now that has nothing to do with survival. That's like everyday living, that the quality of your life and the convenience and everything, the cost of, you know, organic food is high, but not with this thing. Right. So that all got weaved into the story and the, the whole thing where, yeah, my 10-year-old put it together in less than two hours. Yeah. Well, I go into how fun this is to have as a family. You know, the kids are running the, down the hall and they want to see which one of them get to pick the first strawberries of the day. Mm. You know, they're not even interested in cookies and chips anymore. Right. We've got all these, you know, loaded berries. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's been a, like a, a fun thing to, to learn how to write. And my customers are thrilled. Mm. They love to read it.
1: So that's I almost now I almost feel bad about saying we'll give the link because your client's going to want to kill me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've oh, exposed well. you and I'm yep. showing your work. He's going to. Well, kill me. it's
0: out there on ClickBank. So <laughs> he...
1: <laughs> it really is incredible. I mean, it, it's it's revolutionary in, in regards to. I mean, it just there's you know Dean Jackson talks about being all cheese and no whiskers, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you don't want to be scaring people off like you're ready to ask for money. And this just really does that. And it's kind of a more, I don't know, almost respectable way to give somebody the information they need to make a good decision. Right. Right. Awesome. Wow. Really impressed. And congratulations on discovering something very unique and obviously effective and yeah. Fun to write. That's what really like the crazy right. hidden bonus. I'm sure all the copywriters listening are going, Oh my God, what a dream come true. I can actually <laughs> totally. enjoy the writing.
0: It's less work. I'm telling you, it's wow. a lot less work. I mean, that's one of the reasons I went down to John Benson's house is where I actually trained Yeah, in his living room on that, that, that house off the cliff in Malibu that nice. he shows on all the stuff. That's where I learned uh, from him.
1: Yeah. I was there. I remember.
0: That's right. That's where I met you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I went down there mostly to, cause I already knew how to write copy. I've been writing copy forever. So I wanted to figure out how to write it faster and easier. And, and definitely, you know, he's got his accelerator program that helps a ton, but, uh, you still have to figure out what you're going to write and right. hook and, and work that all in there. And as I worked in the accelerator, practically memorized the formula, mm-hmm this came out of it. I'm like, Mm. you still have to look at a blank page, you know?
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. And
0: this just made it so much faster and easier to write copy.
1: Mm. And so the process is you, you still kind of sit and brainstorm the hook. And then once you have that, it's time to go to town and just start writing it a story.
0: Yeah. It just Mm kind of takes a, sometimes you start writing the story. Uh, I'm doing one right now, totally different product. This works for all products, Mm -hmm. all industries. And so I, I, you know, you kind of have an idea of what the hook is and then you start writing. Sometimes a different, better hook might come out of it through the process of writing the story mm, because yeah. you got two people talking maybe. Right. And, and it just, it wasn't whatever the hook you might've thought of kind of in the academic way on paper. It just didn't flow through the real live story that you would have between two real people, which is right. how you're writing. So, you, you know, you change your course and it works better.
1: Wow. Amazing. So come see the article. It's called uh, it's copychief.com forward dreamweaver copy. The headline is a dreamy way to get more sales in today's copy blind world. So you're calling this the Dreamweaver story formula. Love that. Elon, your site is The Right Effect. W-R-I-T-E, the right effect. Yep.com. And uh, you are, at least for the moment, still hireable. I don't know how much longer that'll be the case. (laughs) I'm a little, a
0: little, uh, a little booked up, a little booked up right now, but uh, still, yeah, still love to talk to customers who especially have wonderful products and believe in them and are passionate about them. That's fabulous.
1: Awesome. Well, great work. And uh, I'm excited to do this again. Really enjoyed the interview and good luck with, with everything going forward. You bet. Thanks, Kevin. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks again for listening to The Truth About Marketing Podcast. If you like this show and you think other people would like this show, the best way to spread the word is by reviewing and rating the show in iTunes. Just log in, click review, leave a big old fat five-star review, and let everybody know that you dig the show so that they can dig it too. To get all the links and resources we mentioned on today's episode please go to copychief.com forward slash tam as in truth about marketing and if you'd like to learn more about how you can improve your sales copy with uh, templates formulas coaching feedback or hiring a pro do all that on the inside of the members area of copychief.com and i will look for you there thanks for listening we'll see you next time